San Francisco. <sighs> you oh so pleasant, beautiful, and dare I say even warm city by the bay. Ooh. You did dare say warm. <laughs> and dare I say 
your dare is correct. It is warm. It's time to take these jackets off. <laughs> it's a warm one out there, San Francisco. Good morning. You are tuned into Rollover Easy live on BFF.FM. That is best frequencies forever. And today we are broadcasting live from the corner of 16th and Valencia at Manny's. Oh, it's so nice. It's a, it's a good spot. It's a beautiful spot. We get to see the tenor of the city unfolding in front of us as people are heading into work, heading out for a snack. Maybe just coming off the job? Oh, yeah. The late night folks heading to, uh, what are the 6 a.m. bars you go to these days? Floonies? I think so. Pops? Yeah, no, just grabbing a drink after the long Thursday at work. Yeah. You know there are people sitting there reading the newspaper at Floonies right now. Absolutely. Who just got off. Getting the crossword. Seven across, Golden Gate Bridge. It's a long one, but it's, you got to put you got to you got to put a couple letters in one box, but it, it works. <laughs> oh goodness! Well, my name is Sequoia, and I'm the early bird, and together we're hanging out with you from now until nine thirty a.m. Just waking up San Francisco in the best way we know how. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, the best way we know how today is out on the street here. It's so beautiful. It really is. Yeah. Again, a little bit of optimism, a little bit of joy. That was a honk, I think, in our direction. Good morning to you. <laughs> Not our preferred hello, but no, we'll take it. the bike it. bell is. Yeah. Actually, the just come on down here and grab a mic and say hello is our preferred hello. <laughs> but next to that, it's, I think, what's the hierarchy of hellos? Mm. Ooh, a dog bark, but like yeah. a friendly dog bark. Friendly dog bark. Like an I'm excited to see yeah. you, I know you have treats bark. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, we have treats today? Oh, yeah, we got our treats. Excellent. The second, um, and then uh, a person? I think a person. It's like an adult wave. Okay, adult wave. Uh, a kid curious look. Okay, on a Razor scooter. Yeah. <laughs> And then somewhere a car honk is, yeah, is car. down the It's list. still on the spectrum of hellos, but just a little lower. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, again, we're hanging out here until 9.30 a.m., and we have a fantastic show for you today. Really do. We got a little bit of science. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk to me about this. We got Brian coming on here around 8.15, I believe. Mm-hmm. And we're going to point it. We're going to go out. We're going to do some science here yeah. on the radio. He's got a solar telescope. Oh, my gosh. So we're going to take a look at the sun. Are we going to understand the solar system live on the air? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the blend and in the Venn diagram of science in San Francisco where there's some overlap, Ooh. which I'm very excited for. Yeah. We got plenty of great things to plan for. You have hardly strictly bluegrass this weekend. I, one of my favorite group text messages of the year, <laughs> trying to figure out what we're doing for hardly strictly bluegrass. Thank you, Clarice, for kicking it off. You know, wherever you are, if you have not responded to that text message, like hopefully after the show you'll be able to. Uh, we're also talking about the Portalist Garden Tour coming it's up this best. weekend. It's the best. It really is. Like, what, what more beautiful an event than just yeah, come into my backyard, look at my flowers. Oh, that's too. And when good. you're done, go into my neighbor's backyard, look at their flowers. Mm. One of my favorite events of the year. And then after that, we got two legends. Two legends coming in to join us. <laughs> We've got uh, Heather Knight and Peter Hartlob mm-hmm. from two separate papers, competing yeah. papers. Maybe they play like in a friendly softball match against each other now. Ooh, and just give each other like the stink eye, but yeah. only during the game. <laughs> uh, we'll be chatting with Heather and Peter at around 8.30. Yeah. Or 8.45. 8.45. 8.45. Uh, excited to have them come on, hear what they've been up to. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, total SF, total reunion. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, well, before we do that, can I give the folks the weather? We've been talking about how nice it is. All right, let's 68 see here. Right now. You think 60. it's 68 no, out no, right no, now? No, no, no. It feels like. I'm, I'm t-shirt and a very light jacket. I don't uh-huh. know if I need this light jacket on, to okay. be honest with you. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you do. So right now it says it's 57. 57, but touching on like 63. <laughs> 68 an exaggeration, but it's pretty. It's a comfortable 57 out here right now. Do you know what the high is going to be today? 
say 70, I think. 73. What? And that's like the median. You know that. What? Uh, you know that you get over to Crane Cove I and can't. it's going to be 78. I can't. There's no way. It's true. It's You're true. telling me that this city, surrounded by water on three sides, mostly an island, is going to be 73 degrees today? Tapping. I love it. Um, if you want even better news, let me give you the uh, I don't think that's possible. forecast ahead. So today's <gasps> 73. Hit me with some good Hardly Strictly Bluegrass news. It's it's not going to get nicer than today. So that's okay. the like slight downside is that uh, tomorrow, 69. Saturday, 66. So a little bit chilly on Saturday. Yeah. Sunday is going to be the nice one at 70. But are you ready for next week? Tell me. Monday, 72. Ooh. Tuesday, 75. Stop. Wednesday. Oh, no, you're get your building anticipation, which means it's going to be warmer than 75. 81 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a bug, but I'll take it. It does not get below 76 looking to next Saturday. It's going to be warm. Yeah, it's coming. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. Well, wherever the temperature, wherever you are, however you're waking up, we hope that a, a cat is cuddling up, a dog is laying on your feet, or uh, maybe they both figured out how to make you coffee at this point, because we got to get some coffee going. you got to get some coffee going. you got to let us know what you're up to this morning. We are Roll Over Easy on Instagram. We are Roll Over Easy on Mastodon. Mm-hmm. And we're Roll Over Easy on Twitter. For some reason, we've not deactivated <laughs> our account there yet. So go ahead. Let us know what you're up to this morning. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we got webcam chat when we come back. And uh, we got some morning sun right now. Yeah. How's that sound? Ooh. The morning sun. B R B.
Groovy. What is this again? Eddie Chacon. Eddie Chacon. Sundown is the album. And the song is The Morning Sun. Nice. Kisses everyone. It's a morning jam, you know? I can't, like, not shake my shoulders to this. I almost played something from the New York Times California playlist. Oh. New York Times put out a playlist of their favorite California songs, and it's good. It's got some bangers on there? It's got some ones that I know, some ones that I didn't know, the one that I almost played, and now I'm almost regretting. Actually, I can't regret after playing a song that great. Was, um, oh, shoot, it'll come to me in just a moment. Wasn't Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. E40's definitely on there, though. As he should be. As he must be. be. All right. We'll, We'll move forward. We also didn't, uh, we didn't talk about sunrise this morning. Can no. I talk about the sunrise while you pour some coffee? Absolutely. Talk about the sunrise. So I think I know what time the sunrise is. Okay, today. okay. And sunset. So, oh, you're handing me the I'm, phone. I'm going to let go. you this drive. This is what this thing looks like. <laughs> All right, so San Francisco, good morning. Last light tonight, 725. Sunset, 659. We're in the 6 o'clock hour this, this evening. Uh, good morning to my Uncle Bruce. Good morning, Uncle <laughs> just Bruce. texted me. First light this morning, 6.37, sunrise at 7.03 a.m. The thing that I love about sunrise, sunset, and living on a place that if you're around up, we're just on an island. You know, we're living that island life here in the city by the bay. Is that you get the sunrise and the sunset here. Mm. Start your morning out on Crane Cove, enjoying the sun rising over the eastern hills of the Bay Area, while ending your evening on the western shores, looking over the edge of the continent. As the sun sets and dips past the Farallons on to another great adventure for the following day, I encourage you to do that. It's a beautiful thing. It can inspire. It can entice. It can create joy, love, and a sense of connection with your peers. Especially this week with the weather being so nice. Like, Absolutely. get out and see the sunset. And everyone else that's out there just enjoying those moments as well, they're doing the right thing. Absolutely. Uh, a little coffee for you? Ooh, look at this mug. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. You think the people of San Francisco have their coffees ready? I don't know. You think Milo's made coffee yet for Stephanie and Ross? Come on, Milo. Use those <laughs> paws. <laughs> I hope so. All right, San Francisco on the count of three. Let's all take a sip of coffee together. Kick off this Thursday right. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, and... <sighs> mm. Woo. That's some good coffee. Mm. It really is today. What is, what's going on here? Let me see. They did it right. Okay, so hmm, mm. this is ritual, I think, but it's got it's got a lot of heat on it. It's hot. It's hot mm-hmm. coffee. Is this ritual? It is not ritual. It's not. It's not no. Lanya, is it? No, it's Reverie. It's Reverie again. Rev- Reverie is my spot right now. I'm in a groove. Which one are you going to? Um, the Wiggle one, which oh, I actually counted this morning because I've been telling you that place is busy early. Yeah, yeah. there was nine people in there at seven oh five, like wow. sitting, lounging. No way. Yeah. Already, uh, already into the work mode. Not into the work mode yet. If everyone's just, just like chilling, though, just chilling. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. So I like it. And you said ritual now opens at like nine fifteen. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> they open at eight. They open yeah, at eight. Sorry, no, no dig. <laughs> but they, they're opening a little later these opening days. Opening a little later. You know, sleep in, baristas. I'm, I'm here for <laughs> you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes I go, hey, you want? You look a little tired. You want me to hop back there? I'll make a few, and you can go take a quick nap. No one ever says yes, but like offer still stands. Do you know how to pull a shot? Uh, I've pulled a few shots, but I don't know how to pull a shot well. Gotcha. But yeah. do I? Yes. Mm-hmm. I would love to learn better, though. Yeah. 
Paging Brett Walker. Paging how, Brett Walker. I was say, have we done this show for nearly 10 years and we have not learned how to like make a cappuccino live on the air? Because uh, we don't drink a lot of espresso here on the radio. It's true. It's true. Just the way the beans make it. I just, I, would, I wouldn't be uh, upset about doing uh, a little espresso on the air, but so far we've kind of kept it contained to coffee. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's been the bent jam, so... Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, who do you think the first person to be hanging out with us this morning was? Ooh, I'm going with Milo. Milo? Milo the cat. Okay. Who was it? Scrolling back, scrolling back. The first person to hang out with us this morning looks to be... Oh, man, I'm, I'm still scrolling here. I'm, I'm not entirely sure yet. <laughs> the anticipation builds. As, as our Mastodon account goes off with little dings of people doing things. <laughs> It is... Okay, I am still scrolling. <laughs> okay, an hour ago, Stephanie Deppa was up with Milo. Hello, Stephanie and Milo. <laughs> Let's do this. Hello. That's better. Look at that cute kitty. Look at him. Look, I don't know where you're um, getting your social media news these days, but if you're not on Mastodon, then you're just missing the cats. It's great for cats. Yeah. It's a good cat place. It is. Uh, yeah, and I like it. So let's see. We got a picture of Milo there. Again, fingers crossed that Milo learned how to make some coffee for y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, last night, JK, Deneen, <laughs> friend of the program, says, why, why plan the garden tour for the hardly strictly <laughs> bluegrass weekend? I was so excited for 2023 after he missed 2022s. Mm-hmm. Um, JK, I'm totally with you there. I saw the schedule overlap and I did the, oh, brutal. Emmylou Harris or some Bougainvillea? Choice is yours. <laughs> is, what's his name? Okay, so remember there's one garden that was head and shoulders like above the rest and, yeah. and that's not a dig at any of mm-hmm. the other ones but there was one that was so beautifully manicured it had the day bed that was like hanging. I know exactly what you're talking about. Is that one going to be open? I don't know but I will look at it, the... Was his name Rich? I think so. Yeah. He was incredible. Had like a gigantic spider creating web and he was spider. Like, this is his garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, <laughs> well, he stays over there. I stay over here. Everyone happy. It was a level of calm around spiders that I uh, strived for. Absolutely. He had a shaded section of the garden, a sunny section. And then oh, he man. had, again, an overhang with a bed that was hanging down so he could take naps just <laughs> surrounded by his garden. Uh, and, you know, JK, if you are wondering how you're going to do this, the good news is, and this is where I've landed, is that the garden tour is one day and hardly strictly three true so if you're not going to do hardly strictly all three days you can do both i like that i like that you can how are you thinking about doing a hardly strictly bluegrass good morning um well you talked about the choices um between the flowers and the musical acts sure i was thinking am i gonna do the dahlias or Dawes? Ooh, right? i like that that's good that's good <laughs> uh, my big thing is i'm trying to get there on friday this year i want to go during yeah. a chill time when the weather's nice and this year that is friday mm-hmm. i'm trying to see vetiver early in the afternoon like 145 i'm hoping that uh, mc hammer shows up and brings back the uh brings back the jams why do you stop i don't know yeah Fingers crossed, though. Friday's looking real good. Mm-hmm. Saturday, can I tell you my Saturday pro tip? Talk to me. I am all about posting up on the rooster stage. Ooh. The rooster stage is where Warren Hellman's friends all hang out. Yeah. So the opening act is two hours of the Go to Hellman band. <laughs> Just all his friends. Yeah. And then for the rest of the day, it's like a lot of smaller, shorter sets mm-hmm. that are great for snacking on while you're snacking on your cheese and bread. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Which one's the rooster stage again? It's the one that's on the northern side up at, like, I guess... It, 
it's it's the northernmost one. It's the one that's like tucked away in there, right? They're all kind of tucked away in really nice uh, ways, but that's yeah, it's tucked away and um, it's uh yeah, northern side, I don't know, like thirtieth maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I think that's the one that I will be optimizing for as well. Um, the Tower of Gold stage looked really good this year too. Mm-hmm. Tower so. of Gold stage did look really good. Yeah, I'm feeling, feeling it right here. Mm-hmm. One moment. Uh, yeah. I think another thing that we're excited about mm-hmm. is the fact that the Garden Tour is happening. Is it Saturday or is it Sunday? Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, Saturday is when the Garden Tour is happening. Ooh, that was a close um, one. During my staff meeting this week, the you know how sometimes you can be on a Zoom and there's not enough people talking and then someone says something and it just lights up the chat. Totally. Everyone's talking over each other. Totally. The thing that got everyone talking over each other was getting Cuddy Bangs at Bus Stop Liquor <laughs> before the garden tour. Shout out to the Cuddy Bang, a San Francisco original. Yeah. The Cuddy Bang is, uh, I, I, I don't know if it was invented. I don't think it was invented at Bus Stop, but I think of Bus Stop and I think of Cuddy Bangs. <laughs> Uh, Cuddy Bang is when you get a, a a small bit of alcohol in mm-hmm. one of those, like, you know, uh, what what do you call the really small containers for alcohol? Uh, airplane bottles. Airplane bottles. Yeah. And then it also comes with a small bag of ice, a cup, and another mixer, like an apple juice or orange juice or li- dozens and dozens of different varieties. And they say, don't assemble this in the store. <laughs> But as soon as you step outside of the store, put these into this cup and mix it up. And that's a Cuddy Bang. Sonia mixed drink. It's, it's great. It's so good. It's, it's cool. so good. And they're all they're all contained in like Ziploc bags, so you just choose the you just choose it. It's like it's already mixed for or it's already yeah, it's not mixed but it's already selected yeah. for you. And Bus Stop has like thirty options. Like they have there, a lot. There's a cocktail for you there. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, good morning to everyone else that's hanging out with us. I, you know who we just, we got some new followers on here. You know who's a follower these days? Who's following us now? Aaron Peskin. Oh! Hopped <laughs> on Twitter and decided to follow Rollover Easy. That makes me laugh. Good morning, Aaron Peskin. Good morning. He's out the Dolphin Club right now? Uh, South End. I think he'd be he's offended. He's a South End yeah, yeah. I thought he was a Dolphin Club no, guy. No, no, no. South Ender. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, I think he's probably down there now. How could you not be down there on a morning like this? That's what I'm saying, you know. that's. I think he's got something figured out if he's uh, heading down to the South End Rowing Club on a beautiful Thursday morning, getting a few laps in, stretching it out, maybe doing a little sauna afterwards. Yeah, I yeah. love it. You think he'll meet us um, at a North Beach Cafe for a little, uh, little radio sometime? I don't see why he wouldn't. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. A uh, couple good mornings to give out to folks. Jeff Potzinger. Hello. Good morning, Jeff. Look at these beautiful pictures of the sunrise. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. Photoshopped, clearly. <laughs> they look too nice. It looks too beautiful. Yeah, it really is. It's a street sweeper, which I'm not you know. mad about, but it's loud. <laughs> um, uh, also, hello goes out to David Gallagher. Hello. Yeah. Good morning, David. David says, uh, where's the live discussion today? And uh, tweets in a, a photo of a p- few people enjoying what appears to be Seal Stadium. Mm. A hamburger and drinking some coffee. What a way to get in a baseball game. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and truly, the San Francisco way to need, like, hot coffee before a baseball game. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, David also shares some a bunch of slides from the SF Ooh. Airport coffee shop. From 1966, these are from that cabinet cool. uh, that he discovered out in the wild. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, that I still I'm not I'm not done with that story yet. No. I, I still enjoy it so much. <laughs> Brings me joy. Uh, also hanging out with us this morning, Sutro Tower. Hello. 
Sutro Tower, you're looking good this morning. Oh, you really are. A clear and beautiful view towards the <laughs> west for us and just a little bit south. Sutro Tower rises up behind the buildings, behind the trees and the power lines to broadcast with a little bit of electricity and some joy. We're broadcasting from Sutro right now, aren't I we? I wish. <laughs> Someday. Someday. <laughs> We should do a show from up there, too. We've it's, talked about this before. But it's coming. It's, it's coming. Gonna happen. It's got to happen. Uh, good morning also goes out to Paul Valdez and Miles. Hey. Love it. Oh, my goodness. Look at this cute cat. <laughs> I had the rarest and bestest of interactions with Paul Valdez this last week. I saw him walking through the financial district while I was biking the Ooh. other direction. Mm-hmm. Well, good morning to Paul Valdez. Good morning to this ro- rollerblader going down Valencia, too. Oh, wow. Got a lot of bikes on Valencia. Not a lot of rollerblades, but that was a good one. Yeah, it, it, the hierarchy is like bikes, scooters, and then maybe every once in a while you get a rollerblader. And then those, sho- those shoes that you can grind with. Heelys? Uh, soap shoes. Heelys, too. <laughs> They're on the list. <laughs> Joni! Good morning, Joni. <laughs> Joni says, good morning. Dahlias get all the press, but the humble geranium is greeting the morning sunshine on our back deck. Looking forward to your hashtag total SF reunion of Heather Knight and Peter Harlob this morning. Mm. As are we. Also, great geranium shot. Geraniums. Really All right, I'll have to be on the lookout. Definitely be on the lookout for geraniums. Man, I can't tell you enough, though. Like, go to the Dahlia Garden right now. As you are heading into totally. Hardly Strictly this weekend, the 10 minute detour that you take to mm-hmm. the Dahlia Garden coming down JFK, you won't regret it. Completely agree with you. A beautiful garden. And if you've not been to it before, you're heading down JFK. And then right before the conservatory, Conservancy of Flowers, you're going to take, a, I don't know the name of that road, um, and it's the one road I'm missing on Chris Arvin's Guess Every City in San Francisco. I'm up to 99.9, that one. Can I tell you what I think it is? Yeah. And then I'll look it up. I think it's Pompeii Place. Whoa. Yeah. Pompeii Place. Hold on. Pompeii Circle. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Nice. We'll go check out Pompeii Circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're wondering how you're going to get to Hardly Strictly this weekend, can I just say, beyond the shadow of a doubt, the best way to do it is to ride a bicycle. Absolutely. Uh, this is a great weekend to borrow a bike from a friend. You've got the Bay Wheels bikes, which make it super easy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You just won't regret it in the slightest. Absolutely. And it's so convenient. You know, they've got good bike parking, and uh, they don't have valet anymore. They used to have valet, but they've got good bike parking at each one of the entrances. Uh, it's close to the entrance. It feels secure. feels yeah. good. Uh, is there no more valet? I don't think so. I think the coalition, I don't, I feel like the last two Hardly Strictly's I've gone to, mm-hmm. that has not been the case. I Actually, think, just maybe the last one. I think they turned the valet spot like into something. Like I think it's a, yeah. it's a piece of park infrastructure now. It used to be like staging for large piles of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like a thing that they're like, actually, we want to use this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, good morning goes out to Claire and Cozy this morning. Claire says, good morning, rollover easy posy sleeping in this morning to rest up for all the fun this weekend. It's true. Love it. Isn't the, um, speaking of posies of the world, mm-hmm. isn't uh, this weekend the last uh, Giants home game too? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. The Giants, uh, not the finest of seasons, going to probably finish, well, going to finish below 500 at this point. Uh, Lincoln Mitchell from Kibitzing with Lincoln. I know there's an article coming out about it. You know it. It's you a know great it. Substack, by the way. All it is is like <laughs> politics, but like mainly San Francisco politics and Giants baseball or like baseball history. Yeah, I was thinking, who are the other like sports slash politics writers we could get? Like, who's writing about the Warriors? And uh, like City Hall at the same time. Oh, exactly. It feels kind of like when you put a coffee shop in a laundromat. <laughs> you know, it's like 
they're not related, but are they? <laughs> and I go in and I'm like, I'm doing both of these things here. This is great. Soul Drew, hello. Hello and good morning. Soul Drew sends in a beautiful shot from his back deck this morning. What a gorgeous California mug. Mm. All about the California mugs here. Uh, a nice shot of some poppies with a golden rim around it. Looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. And hello to LeBron James, hello. the goat <laughs> of cats. <laughs> Ten more minutes, please. Happy Thursday, roll over easy. Oh, what a cute shot of Milo. Or of uh, LeBron James, excuse me. Look, LeBron, I know you want to sleep in. Who doesn't? But today is too nice. It's too nice. Get up there. Go chase a bug. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Go look for a butterfly. <laughs> That's, you know, that's good advice for all of us. Go look for a butterfly. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, a lot of butterflies out there, but there should be more. Plants of pollinators. <laughs> Shout out to Phoenix and Chalico from SF in Bloom. Mm -hmm. I plant a lot of native wildflowers now that I have one of their shakers. Yeah. They're great. All it, they do is you, you shake out some wildflowers and some uh, some husks to kind of help mm -hmm. it uh, seed in a little bit more. Yeah. And then you show up later and there are flowers there. It's like, very simple. <laughs> You have to water it. Just like, just dump them. What a great deal. Look at a little bit of water. It's going to be fine. Uh, and speaking of which, as the rainy season approaches, start thinking about what you're going to plant for next year. Definitely. If you're saying, oh, I don't know. I didn't get a shaker before. Now is the time to get a shaker again. Yeah. And again, no one's ever upset at planting native wildflowers. <laughs> mm -hmm. No one looks at them and goes, oh, I wish all these bees weren't pollinating. <laughs> I wish all these uh, butterflies weren't so happy. Yeah. It's, it's a wonderful thing to do for yourself, for your neighborhood, and for our bug friends. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, good morning goes out to Phil Hello. as well. Says, I am ready to sip today. And then what does Mug say? <laughs> oh, says, F that. I'm reading. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got another really great tweet in about LeBron James, the goat of cats here. <laughs> Hot Taco Bell update. The Nacho Fries will have their nationwide limited time release with the vegan cheese. The official Rollover Easy Pacifica Taco Bell correspondent has marked it on his furry little date book. And we got a picture of LeBron James to go to Cats with a crown on and a Dumare banner as uh, as he's down there at uh, Taco Bell Pacifica. I love Morning. that. Um, can I tell you what I had the last time I was at the Pacifica Taco Bell? Tell me. I'm so excited. I hope I hope you have a running list of all the things that you're enjoying at your Pacifica Taco Bell. Aside from just the most picturesque place in America, you know what what taco took the world and especially the Bay Area, California by it's storm? Siberia. <laughs> I had a period taco. How taco. was it? Surprisingly delicious. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. You would not think that that nacho cheese could. Uh, turn to another level but it did I, I could be wrong about this but i feel like all of the food that is made at the taco bell in pacifica is like it's organic mm -hmm. it's crafted from uh, ingredients grown in pescadero yeah the <laughs> it's like it's really well put together and it's delicious so i think the taco bell in pacifica is maybe the finest taco bell on earth mm -hmm. tastiest mm -hmm. taco bell on earth yeah um, yesterday, I caught a glimpse of President Biden Ooh. going down California Street. Hey, oh. Uh, Biden, and I, the Taco Bell's that way. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about where he was coming from, and I was like, oh, maybe he went to Cliff House, but maybe he went to the Pacifica Taco Bell. What do you think he did in town? Um, I think he was here to fundraise, mm -hmm. right? So I think he came into town and then went down to Atherton. Look at the mullet on that kid. Whoa. <laughs> Good morning. 
Sorry to interrupt the president. Uh, but was but look at the mullet on that kid. Ten out of ten mullet ten right there. Absolutely. That's no exaggeration. And none of this 11 out of 10. That's not possible. That's just a 10 out of 10 mullet. No notes. No notes on that Biden mullet. was in town to see that mullet. Absolutely. He's coming back tomorrow. He's going to look at it again. He's like, yeah, turn this plane around. I have no idea. He was either in town to raise money, see a kid's mullet, or go to the Pacifica Taco Bell. Where do you think he's eating food in San Francisco? You Ooh. think he's a Nopa person? A Nopa guy? A Nopa Lido fan? That's a great question. What do you think about, uh, maybe he goes to Liho Liho for that one dessert that's like the Flaming Alaska sort of? Ooh. Hmm. What do you think Biden's eating in San Francisco? <laughs> I think he's just trying to get um, some Al Pastor tacos down at El Farolito. I like that. I like that. You know? Why would he not? I mean, and honestly, like, I'd fly a plane across the country to do it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, let's see. Sujo Tower says, pro tip, if you're trying to sync up a coffee sip with a rollover easy, there is a radio broadcast to leave a few seconds, the time it takes to the internet and stuff like that. <laughs> so you'll be closer to the sipping noises on the countdown of three. Ooh, let's do another one just okay. for that. How about I start at four? Okay, yeah. Give him a little All right, more ready? Time. Ready? Grab your, grab your coffee mug. Let's do this at the exact same time. Ready? <sighs> Wait, one, wait. So I say one, two, and I don't actually say three. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Okay, so how about I go four, three, two, one? Then no, you, that's just, you can't switch it up now. Okay, so how on the count of one? I go one, two, and but everyone sip on one. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. One, two, and <sighs> I like it. <sighs> so good. I also think if we just sip for a minute straight, people are going to catch us somewhere in there. So maybe we just do that. <laughs> a longer sip next time. Good pro tip. Good <laughs> pro tip. Uh, Claire likes the stickers that we uh, sent out. Yeah, we got some stickers, by the way. Oh, yeah. Come on down here. We'll give you a sticker. Yeah. Uh, you know where to find us. Yeah, we're just, yeah, we're corner. Of, we're, we're Manny's, y'all. Just catch us at Manny's. <laughs> Literally out on the street. I haven't even sat down this morning. I've just been standing up all I, day. I keep see, You've done this the last couple of weeks now. Uh, I kind of like it. Yeah. Do you nice. stand at work? Do you sit at work? I am moving too much at work yeah, to be um, really confined to any one place. That's fair. Yeah. What about you? I'm a bit of a. I'm, I'm moving a lot as well, shuffling around to different meeting rooms and whatnot. But I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a sitter, and then I'll stand every hour. You know, yeah. my watch will beep at me, and I'm like, oh, you're right. I should be standing desk for five minutes. Do you like do? A, do you have a scheduled walk where you like walk around every? Uh, Every hour or so? I don't. I used to. Like, uh, many years ago, I used to have an afternoon ping pong game that I played. Ooh. It was just like 15 minutes, but it was a really nice afternoon break. And did you play left-handed because you didn't want to embarrass the people you were playing with how good you are? I don't want to say this in front of Josh, but yeah, I sandbagged for years. (laughs) Josh is very good at ping pong, though. I shouldn't shouldn't, uh, make fun of it because he's a a great ping pong player. But yeah, I probably played left-handed. Uh, a good morning goes out to <laughs> Lower Hate said, as if this weekend wasn't busy enough, we've got our fall art walk hey. on Saturday from 5 to 8. There's something for everyone in the Lower Hate. Bingo, live music, local art, and off-the-charts neighborhood vibes. This yeah. is great. There's just too much good stuff. So this is happening down on Hate mm-hmm. and uh, Fillmore, Steiner, Pierce, I don't think I have Pierce yet. I need to get that one in my San Francisco thing. <laughs> what are you uh, at right now? And all sorts. Of, uh, I'm at like 40%. Oh, nice. I'm at 40%, but that's actually, if I, I don't take a walk, but I'll occasionally flip over to that tab and see if I can get one or two. Yeah. It's very easy. Uh, I think I mentioned this to you, but the person who got an unbelievable like 93%. Mm-hmm. David Gallagher? 
No, it was the like every street in San Francisco ah, person. Yeah. I want to interview them on a street that they missed. <laughs> totally. Totally. We'll go on a walking tour of yeah. streets that they just didn't know about. Because you know those have to be obscure streets. Totally. Totally. <laughs> uh, do you, I don't think that any were in the lower hate, though. That's my guess. I lower hate some. Uh, I think, for the most part, folks know how to find those ones. So this seems great. This Merchants Association, this, uh, this weekend fall art walk, has all sorts of things categorized in different ways, like party and drinks and local artists, shows and specials, or live music. Uh, one or two are just categorized as mystery spot. <laughs> so I suggest going. This seems great. Yeah. Medium me, risk, high reward. <laughs> give me a little mystery in my neighborhood art walk. Definitely. Yeah. More <laughs> places where I walk in, I'm like, whoa, this, you're right. This isn't live music. This yeah. isn't local art. Here's a question for you. Is there a map or schedule for all the neighborhood art walks? Like, can I hit the Clement Street art walk, Ooh. the Lower Haight art walk, and yeah, say yeah, like yeah. several more on the same week or month how would i do this i think it's paint the bay.com instead of do the bay.com <laughs> draw the bay sketch the bay sketch the bay yeah yeah something yeah, in there i don't know if there's an aggregator for all of that information but that well, would be wonderful because something be. like this lower hate uh we want, to, we want to know about that yeah uh jeff says his article on cuddy banks says it's brief but that's not correct she really did her research um and jeff referring to the fact that this article says ah brief history on cuddy banks but it's taking eight seconds to load up on Vice because it's <laughs> several megs large in size because there's a lot of text and images. My goodness. we got a whole group of people that are heading in on their bikes this morning yeah, to the, work, uh, to school, maybe just on a fun ride. Yeah, it is 8.08 a.m. and the meeting mash has begun. Uh, Jeff, thanks for sending along this Cuddy Bang article. I'm always, I don't think I've read this one. I recognize it, but I don't think I've actually read it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like it. I feel like every couple of years a new Cuddy Bang article comes out and I just instinctively click yes. It's like, it's the same sort of thing with, um, it's going to sound funny, but Sea Ranch. Mm-hmm. Like every five years, the New York Times or the Chronicle or someone's like, Bye. have you guys been to Sea Ranch? Did you, did you know this is up here? This is incredible. Wait, wait, wait. Let me do some research on this. And every, I read all of them. Every single one of them. Do you think they got a timer that goes off? Like, one comes out totally. and like, set a timer for four years. Totally. <laughs> totally. Remind me to do another article on Sea Ranch in four years. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. But I think I, that's exactly how I'm here for every single one of them. Yes. Same. <laughs> Same. Oh, goodness. Also hanging out with us this morning, Catherine. <laughs> Hello, says, good morning, Rollover Easy. A weekend with great weather and too many good things to do. Olive, Olive the cat, is a bed hog. Check the tail. She takes her half out of the middle. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Olive just doing it all. Good morning. Morning. Uh, uh, Olive's looking real nice this morning, and so is that cup of coffee Catherine's sipping on. Yeah. Also, am I getting the sun at my back now through here? You are. This, I'm just noticing that, this too. Is, this is so nice. Morning. Um, all right, can I hit you with a bit of news? Hit me. Okay. <coughs> Got a couple of good things going on this week. There's a lot of good news this week. Um, all right. First off, have you had um, a moon cake yet this this year? So I haven't, but I'm going to. Uh, I have been just like eating a lot of moon cake. I'm going to be honest nice. with you. Excellent. I have not tried, though, the crazy flavors of SF's Mid-Autumn Festival that you can find in Chinatown right now. Yeah. Ube moon cake. Are you ready for it? I love this. Yeah. Uh, moon cake is, I've, I've learned, uh, it's not the cheapest uh, dessert you're going to find, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, bring a $10 bill, mm-hmm. but it's super, super rich, right? So the best way you can do this is get a moon cake and then cut it like a pizza. 
Ooh, I like that. Split it with a whole bunch of folks. Um, share it around. I like it. And several spots to go for some of these uh, delicious... Uh, I don't even want to say... what Pastries, delicatessens, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. adventures of palatable yeah. size. Mm-hmm. You can head on over to iCafe Bakery on Waverly Place. Right, you get some durian custard at Yummy Bakery and Cafe Whoa. on Jackson Street. Which every, everything on Jackson Street is good, by it's the way. I just never, just <laughs> top every, to bottom, yeah. <laughs> period, <laughs> full stop. Uh, AA Bakery and Cafe on Stockton Street. Orange dried peel is where you can get some. Nice. All right, all right. Plenty of options out there. I like that. I like that. Um, other things going on this week. Uh, Dean Preston, uh, with the urging of friend of the program Luke Bornheimer. Put yeah. out a no turn on red legislation or proposed it. Um, I like this. You, pedestrians should have the right of way on a red light. Why are you turning in someone else's lane? I agree. Uh, no turn on red will slow down traffic in San Francisco, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think it's generally a good thing to have cars go slower. Mm-hmm. Especially, I know it's it's sort of a frictionful process, but we're getting more human-centric in San Francisco. Yes. And it doesn't happen as fast as I think anyone that loves those things wants it to happen mm-hmm. but it's happening mm-hmm. every week every month it's slightly better for people in the city Absolutely. sometimes the catalysts for those things are awful and it's very difficult to sort of reason as to why these negative things happen but at the end of the day the city's like a little bit better for cyclists for people walking for people um that are trying to move accessibly throughout the city and i like this this yeah. is a uh, less less that can happen that's bad mm-hmm. absolutely um, can I choose one other quick one before we yeah, look yeah. at the solar system? Absolutely. The Golden State Warriors are one step closer to bringing a WNBA team to the Bay. Love it. I am so excited about this one. We have been talking about this for a while that we need some more women's sports around here. 100%. And the Warriors getting a WNBA team crosses off a lot of boxes. Think they're going to play a chase? I think they might play a chase, but they're okay. going to be headquartered in Oakland, which I love. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we got Brian here. Brian's going to chat with us about the intersection of, well, science and radio and San Francisco and and all that goodness. Uh, do you want us to get you a tea? How are you feeling? A little gray tea. little gray tea? little gray tea. You all right. That? I'm on get, it. Can we get a little more coffee or what's the situation yeah, here? Yeah. Get a little more coffee for us. Do you want to do those? And then uh, maybe we hop into a jam just very briefly. Yeah. What's the song you got for the okay, folks? Okay. I got to find the one from the California playlist that I was really enjoying earlier. Is that Earl Grey tea? Um, actually, we'll have coffee. Coffee. Right. Coffee. Okay, so the song is San Andreas Fault. And let me see if I can find it. Natalie Merchant from 1995. This is a jam, California. San Andreas Fault.
dizzy height of a jet set light You could never dream your pale blue eyes Strawberry hair, lips are sweet Skin so fair, your future bright Beyond compare, it's rise to riches Some, uh, Natalie Merger from 1995. Come at me. Please please at me over this. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, hello. Good morning. We're with Brian this morning. How are you, Brian? Hey, I'm doing pretty well. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing so good. Thanks for joining us. Uh, hey, before we get into anything further, can we all take a sip of coffee together? Ooh, yeah. count of three. Remember to try to time it right, San yeah. Francisco. All right, do whatever you like. Ready? One. Oh, let's cheers. <laughs> Slowly. cheers. <laughs> One, two, and... Mm. Excellent. Good coffee. It's a lot today. easier without that delay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what's going on here? What are we up to this morning? Um, yeah. So bring, uh, this, the, bring the uh, bring the mic up. Uh, yeah. So this here is a solar telescope. Um, folks listening at home, um, you can just Google things, I guess, and you'll see what <laughs> we're looking at. Um, but uh, this is called a hydrogen alpha solar telescope. It basically works by blocking out all of the light from the sun except for a very very narrow uh, wavelength that specifically comes from hydrogen atoms uh, inside the sun cool. and so like this might be obvious but just as a disclaimer never ever look directly at the sun and especially <laughs> don't do it with a telescope unless it's one specifically designed for looking at the sun because otherwise your eyeballs will melt and i don't think that would be fun not what we're trying to do here on the radio this morning. We're trying to learn a little bit. So this blocks out everything but a very specific type of atom that we're getting back from the sun. Exactly. So hydrogen atoms, all, well, all elements give off certain wavelengths of light through spectra. And this basically just lets in the narrowest little band. And the reason it does it with hydrogen, one, there is a lot of hydrogen in the sun. But a lot of the really cool, interesting stuff on the sun uh, shows up in this wavelength. And so with... Uh, some filters, white light filters, you'll just basically, the sun looks exactly the same, but it's dimmer. Uh, but this one basically just shows you the really cool stuff. Awesome. <laughs> uh, awesome. So, yeah, I can get it, um, make sure it's still lined up. Yeah, yeah, we got to take a look at this. I'm very excited about this. It does take a little constant adjustment because the earth does keep rotating annoyingly. <laughs> Whoa, what's going on with that one? There you check, go. check, test, test, one, two. Hello, hello. Oh, there we go. What's going on? Try it again. I would like to look at a telescope. Go with yeah. that, go with that, that one. Okay. Let's try this. A lot of microphones. I'll try this one for a little bit and see yeah. what's going on here. Okay, that seemingly working for me. Okay, okay. so the early bird's stepping up to the, uh, to the telescope first. Uh, yeah, yeah, bring your mic in so you can describe what you're seeing as well. So, yeah, look right through there. Yeah, yeah, get that. Um, folks at home, just Google hydrogen alpha sun, and you'll get an idea of what we're Here, looking you at. This, you can use this one. Whoa. <laughs> so the big red happy. ball you see there is, of course, the sun. Yeah. Uh, do you notice along the very edges, there's these little, like, flames shooting off of the surface? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So those are basically, it's a superheated plasma 
uh, charge within the sun, following the sun's magnetic field lines. And you see like how tall it is, how much it's shooting off the sun, just a tiny little bit. Yeah. That's probably four or five Earths tall. Uh, is it not normally this red? This is like a um, bright red ball. Yeah. But I'm not normally seeing it so as bright red. So that's because, again, it's, uh, it only lets through this certain wavelength of hydrogen, and that wavelength is reddish in color. So it's not normally a bright red, but it does make it look bright red. Here, try again. All right, all right, let's take a look. And so you've got this telescope out here. Uh, you know, even as you were setting it up, someone like walked up and wanted to look through this. Like, exactly. Does that happen often? Oh yeah, that's that's why I do it. <laughs> wow, this is absolutely incredible. You're right. I'm looking at a bright red, perfect circle. That's uh, it. It feels like there's like a little bit of movement around the edges of it. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, I see. I think I see what you're talking about in terms of a thing that's coming off the bottom right hand corner of the yeah. sun right now. Especially the top left as well. There's a little one shooting off. And you might even see a sunspot kind of a little bit to the upper left, I think it was. little black dot. It's so a sunspot. So this thing and then the rest of the observable universe is rotating around Manny's? Is, do I have that uh, Yeah, more or less. <laughs> that's so it's a Manny-centric universe we live in. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> what we thought. We just wanted to be sure. Fascinating. Cool. So, you you know, I've also got a comment. You've got a Lindley in the Park shirt on. It feels yes. like you, you, love, you love science. You love San Francisco. Is there a bit of overlap between the two of them? Um, you know, I've always wanted to. So I, I do a lot of swing dancing. I've always wanted to do a, like, uh, big swing dance event, like, out in the middle of nowhere with a live band mm -hmm. in beautiful dark skies. Call it, like, Dancing with the Stars or something. Nice. But, love it. Uh, we're, we're one of these PBS, days. We're there. One of these days. It's, uh, it's a life goal. Very cool. Very cool. Um, are there any famous scientists that come from San Francisco or have spent a significant amount of their time here? Um, so yeah, actually, this is one of the one of the neat things I want to talk about. So this is what I'm doing right here, basically having a telescope on the sidewalk. It's called Sidewalk Astronomy. Nice. Uh, and this is a solar telescope, of course, mm -hmm. but um, I also have a normal, quote unquote, telescope. It's a Dobsonian telescope, and. It's called Dobsonian because the type of mount that telescope uses is a Dobsonian mount, uh -huh. uh, which is named for this guy, John Dobson, who invented it. And John Dobson actually lived here in San Francisco. Ooh. Really? And so back in, like, I think it was like 1960s, 70s, this guy would build his own telescopes, invented this mount, build his own telescopes. He would take them out into the sidewalks and streets of San Francisco, I think mostly in the, like, inner sunset. Mm -hmm. But basically take them around San Francisco, show people the rings of Saturn or the moons of Jupiter, look at the moon, stuff like that. And he actually pretty much revolutionized the amateur astronomy community. Wow. So Dobsonian telescopes are some of the best telescopes that money can buy right now. Uh, and it's largely thanks to his designs. Shout out. Oh Shout my out Dobson. San Franciscans, you just, you. yeah. There's a great one you learn about every day. Also, that's a great community thing too, just bringing a telescope out oh, to the street great. and being like, hi, look at what's above us. It's It's been a great way to meet people in my neighborhood. So I live, I live here in the mission. Um, if you've ever been walking down Valencia Street and seen a guy with a big black and white telescope, <laughs> or been in Dolores Park and it's seen a guy Ryan. carrying this thing, yeah, that's me. Um, and yeah, it's just been a great way to meet new people in the neighborhood. And I just honestly just love talking about space and seeing yeah. people's reactions, seeing the giant flame shooting off the sun is usually a pretty easy sell <sighs> to people. That was pretty cool. really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. really, really uh, cool. Rings of Saturn never, I have like a week or so ago I had it set up on Valencia Street, the regular telescope, mm -hmm. and this one woman was just a solid like 45 seconds of, oh my god, <laughs> oh, oh my god, this is so amazing. And that, I live for that. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That's got to tickle some people's brains in just the right way to where they look at it and they go, I should be devoting my life to this. When did you get the call to astronomy? 
Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I think I've always I've been interested in astronomy for a long time. Uh, in terms of what wanted me to start doing it like this, just setting up on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. um, I think that definitely was inspired when uh, right after college I worked with the National Park Service. So I was basically a park ranger in Bryce Canyon National Park, cool. and they have some incredibly massive telescopes and incredibly dark skies. Mm-hmm. So it was such a great place to kind of get introduced to. I mean, I'd been done astronomy before, but get introduced to uh, basically science outreach and just operating telescopes and having enthusiastic people come by to look at things. Uh, and then I don't know when exactly, but I started learning that people did it in cities as well. Mm-hmm. And it was, I always see, I was a park ranger back in 20. 13 it was a long time ago Mm -hmm. um but it was only about two years ago i finally was able to save up the money to get this uh the telescopes that i have now uh i have i have what four telescopes now i think i have a problem but um, (laughs) but uh problem to have it's a good problem to have uh but yeah it's been it's been as i said it's been a great way to meet people i've had every now and then someone will stop me at a bar and be like you're that telescope guy right (laughs) sure i i'm totally fine being called that yeah great thing to be known for absolutely absolutely (laughs) Um, what are some of, like, you mentioned people just going, wow, like, what are some of the other interactions that you've had with folks bringing this out on the street? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, definitely. You get a lot of people, as I said, just amazed to see the things you can see. A lot of people are surprised you can see anything from the city. Yeah. Uh, the planets are really, really bright. Jupiter, Saturn, doesn't matter whether you're in the desert or in the middle of San Francisco. Uh, you're going to be able to see that. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able to see, like, the pinwheel galaxy or the crab nebula, distant faint, fuzzy things, mm-hmm. but uh, the, the major planets, the moon, of course, actually quite easy to see, and with a telescope, you see pretty much just as good a view as you would see somewhere else. Beautiful. Let's imagine, if you will, it's a beautiful night, there's no light pollution, you look up in the sky and, oh, is that a new planet? <laughs> what do you call on your planet? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> hmm. Morning. Morning. Um, Love the regulars. I'm fond of the name Rupert. Rupert. Yeah, yeah great. R- Rupert's a great planet name. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and then we have a solar eclipse coming up, right? Uh, yes, that's correct. So there's, there's two solar eclipses. Uh, the one that most people probably know about is next April. That's a total eclipse. And that one will be passing from Mexico, Texas, and across the East Coast. Uh, but there's one actually happening in two weeks. It is a partial eclipse. It's not a total. Mm-hmm. But you will be able to see the partial from here in San Francisco. So cool. You, you don't even need to go anywhere. Nice. Um, I should just look up at the sun, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Just, just stare until you can't see anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a joke. Don't do that. I, like, uh, I, I, I don't I appreciate be held legally uh, accountable for anything. This is community radio. We really hope that no one's held legally accountable for anything that happens here. Um, so, yeah, I'll have this telescope and um, about 300 eclipse glasses in Dolores Park. Uh, that is, what, the 14th, October 14th, between uh, 8.04 and 8 and 10.42 a.m. Oof. The universe is very precise. But basically show up anytime, probably between like 8.30 and 10.30, and you're going to get a pretty good view. And you're going to be in Dolores that day? Dolores Park, yeah. Okay, I'm adding that to my calendar. That sounds fantastic. Uh, I like that. The universe is very precise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you get a sense of uh, sort of wonder and awe and sort of relevancy uh, in terms of maybe you've had a tough day at work or uh, you missed the bus after chasing it and you look through a telescope and you see the wonders of the universe? Does that help you kind of center a little bit? I think, I think it does at times. Um, I, as I said, I, I mostly, I very rarely set up my telescope on my own. Uh, I almost always do it as a community thing because I think that's one of the most fun parts for me. Uh, also, 
like the best place to use a telescope on my own would be to haul it up six flights of stairs onto the roof if I'm lazy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I definitely, I definitely enjoy just interacting with people, and it's very common for me. So, like, in terms of if people want to come take a look, I don't have a schedule. I, I almost always do. I almost always do it on Valencia Street, um, but I don't really have a schedule. I just I'm not doing anything that day, and if the weather is clear, and you know, I'm like, you know what? I feel like, oh. Uh, so yeah, Yuta Street, there's an Instagram where I theoretically post that I'm doing something, but I'm not very uh, active about that. Instagram can be tough. I hear you. <laughs> Sorry, witnessed uh, witnessed uh, just a little bit of confusion and chaos here on Valencia and You 16. know, these bike lanes, mm. they're just so intuitive. They just make yeah. a lot of sense. <laughs> Nobody ever gets hit. No, of course not. Uh, well, this sounds wonderful. So the 14th, you'll be in Dolores. Uh, any other big events that you're looking forward to in the next couple of years? Um, the next solar eclipse, the one. Can I uh, you switch your mics? Sorry, yeah, sure. Uh, the next solar eclipse, the the one in uh, April eighth next year. Definitely looking that? forward to that. Uh, not sure I'm gonna go for that one, which is funny because the last eclipse, the one in 2017, I booked a hotel a year and a half in advance. Nice, and nice. This one, I still have no idea what I'm doing. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, I feel like fee- people that I know that went to the last solar eclipse were like, you must go to the next one. It's it life changing. Yeah. It was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. Yeah. And th- I mean, the, the partial eclipse, what we'll be seeing in two weeks is cool. Definitely, definitely check it out. But no, literal, literal and figurative night and day difference <laughs> uh, <laughs> when it, there's something really eerie about it. And like, I remember realizing, so I went to Grantines National Park and was up on a mountaintop with a friend. And like, you could see the shadow of the moon race across the landscape and then cover us. Wow. And it, got, it gets noticeably colder. Birds start flipping out because they think like it's suddenly like morning or something. Uh, and then I remember noticing though, there's just like this eerie feeling, like gut primal feeling of like, something is horribly wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, and I could see why, you know, in ancient times, like these were seen as terrible omens from the gods yeah, totally. and other sort of you know fantastic things attributed to this and like I knew what was going on I I fully understand the science here and I'm still like this this seems bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's still incredible it's still beautiful at the same time uh, it's really hard to describe you can see stars during the day you can see the corona of the sun uh, which you can kind of see through this thing too but, What's um, the corona of the sun? So the corona is basically the atmosphere of the sun. Ah. Oh, I thought it came with a little lime. A little bit. A little squeeze. <laughs> cool. Oh, but gosh. Well, I'm, I'm stoked on astronomy now. Yeah. I'm excited to learn more. October 14th, Dolores Park. I'll we'll be there. there. Yeah. yeah. You're going to find the two of us in line. <laughs> yeah. Hope, uh, definitely come by. As I said, like, basically between 8.15 and 10.30-ish, any time in that window, and I'll be there. Nice. Uh, well, thank you for doing this. This is just totally. such a delight to see the solar system out on the sidewalk in the yeah. mission. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's my goal, basically. <laughs> and a wonderful community thing, too. Educating and enlightening and providing people with a sense of awe and wonder through a skill and uh, the means that you have with these telescopes. Thank you for contributing to the community in San Francisco in that way. Thank you. It's been, it's been my pleasure. Sure. I, I do it because this is my idea of fun. <laughs> it's, uh, I think you've got a good idea of fun. I, yeah, I am about to say, I really like this idea of fun as well. You're on it. Uh, well, any last word for the people of San Francisco as they're going about their Thursdays? Um, yeah, I guess just uh, stop and appreciate the universe when you can. Uh, that's the reason I love doing it, that coming home from a long day of work or 
going out to a bar with friends and stopping to realize, like, you know, you can there, are, there is a giant planet with giant rings. That tiny little dot right over there. It's been there this whole time. It'll be there for a long time more. It's always there. You just have to look up and notice. I love it. Beautiful. Well, thanks so much. Yeah. We're going to hop you. into a jam, and we'll be, uh, we'll be back in just a minute. Brian, catch him out there. See the guy with the telescope. Say what's up. Cool. Too cool. That's a great way to describe that. Too cool. I love that. That's such a cool intersection again of science and San Francisco and community and all the good things. Absolutely, we're here for it. The things that you can find on the sidewalk in San Francisco. 
it's just incredible. You know, again, there's so much beauty and so much joy and hope that goes into everyone around us all the time. You just got to kind of keep your eyes open for it's, it. Look it's out true. for it. And it's it'll true. be there. It'll be there for you. <laughs> also, if you're considering becoming a bestie and contributing to the social fabric of San Francisco through a generous financial donation to the arts, we are accepting money. Not not <laughs> us, but the radio station, BFF.fm. Yes, yes. Go to bff.fm instead of a recurring donation to become a bestie. You're going to get a pin. You're going to get a tote bag. Cosmic Amanda will record your voicemail like, wait, wait, don't tell me when you win. It's a whole thing. It's uh, We absolutely love it. And uh, you get to be part of a cool community. So everything was true about ex- about that except for the fact that uh, Cosmic Amanda will record your voicemail. No, like she's for sure like, doing that. How me. much do you think you have to donate for her to actually record your voicemail? 500 bucks. Okay. I'll All bet right. you she does right. I bet if you donate $500 and put in the memo... Four voicemail recording from Cosmic Amanda. I'll bet you it happens. I'd be shocked if it didn't. Uh, she's a pro. So if you'd like to, you can help support the arts in San Francisco. That's a great way. You know, people talking about what's going on downtown and doom loom this and that. And at the end of the day, the arts are here. Yeah. You contribute to them. Uh, speaking of which, the Vacant Vibrant program, which is putting pop-up yeah. businesses in empty storefronts downtown, is launching next week. I think October 5th and 6th. October 5th. Can I read off some of the events that are happening on the 5th? Hit me. Rosalind Bakery. It's opening. Celebration. 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's an early morning one. Go on a uh, start off your uh, start off your day. Dog <gasps> treat? Would your dog like a treat? Dog treat? <sighs> No, that dog doesn't Such like treats. Cute dog. It's okay. That dog just uh, eats lettuce. <laughs> uh, also, the KALW opening night celebration and art show. Shout out to our friends in radio, KALW. Hope y'all are doing well over there. They're doing that terrestrial radio Ooh. thing. B- bouncing off of Sutro Tower? I think they're... I don't know where they brought... I think actually it might be um, San Bruno Mountain is maybe where they brought oh, us okay. from. Yeah. I don't think it's on Sutro. Wherever it is, it comes in great in my kitchen. It yeah. works. <laughs> <laughs> and suck a flea. Night market with the mellow and luminous waveforms. A little bit of music, a little bit of art. That's happening from 6 to 10 p.m. But the party don't stop there. You know what else is happening the next day? What's that? Whack donuts. Oh, love whack donuts. They're so tasty. Whack donuts. Bacon to vibrant. Uh, where's the locations of all of these things? Um, so I can tell you because I was down there and I saw it. Whack Donuts is going to be right on the um, Embarcadero Ooh. Plaza that we don't know what it's called anymore. Embarcadero Herb Kane Plaza? Uh, I think it's Maya Angelou Plaza. Ah, that it, w- one. it was Justin Herman Plaza. Yeah, yeah. Ah, now it's uh, Maya Angelou Plaza. I hope is so. Is it though? I, I truly don't know. John Dwyer Memorial Plaza? <laughs> He's still alive. What's happening at the John Dwyer <laughs> Memorial Plaza? Anyways, Whack Donuts in York Street Cafe. It should Cafe. be Maya Angelou for what it's worth. It, it should be. Uh, those two are back-to-back right there, right where the kind of like arcade goes from Ooh. the plaza back to whatever that is, Spear Street, Front Street. I like that. Yeah. Uh, we also got uh, York Street Cafe kicking things off as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just This is great. I'm, I'm, I'm all about this. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, it's going to be a drag show, the Devil's Teeth opening and drag show, and then Holy Stitch, the mm. opening celebration. So workshop, a class? Is it a seminar? Show up and find out. Yeah. Um, and by the way, David Gallagher chiming in, uh, I love this, says uh, the person that got that high score, 90 plus streets, Pierre Maurice, who got the highest score and then also wrote his name in the sidewalk because he walked every street in SF. Nice. <laughs> Shout out to Pierre. <laughs> That's so cool. Absolutely love it. 
Absolutely love it. Uh, another another message from Joni coming in this morning says, So many things going on this weekend, but don't forget the Castro Street Fair on Sunday. Are you kidding me? Oh, my god! What a weekend. You'll find me at the Bay Area Cancer Connections booth on Market. Stop by, say hi, and have some fun with us. Man. Uh, the person who planned something out of town this weekend has the most FOMO. Absolutely. Cancel your plans. <laughs> Cancel your plans. Yeah, there's, there's too much happening in San Francisco this weekend. <laughs> I'm excited. You know, so can I tell you what I love to do on a day or on a weekend like this? Talk to me. Okay. Wake up too early. Yeah. First off. Yeah. You're going to get a nap. The nap might ha- take place in a park. That's fine. Wake up a little too early. Pack an adventure bag. Ooh, okay. What's in your adventure bag? Adventure bag's got some snacks. It's got some water. Of course, you got to have your hydration. Mm-hmm. Maybe a deck of cards, a small chair for hardly strictly oh, bluegrass. Yeah. Small chair's clutch. A uh, light cooler if you're going to get some uh, cheese and uh, something you need to stay cool for mm-hmm. the festivities as well. Uh, it's going to have plenty of sunscreen. Why? Because you got to wear sunscreen. You've got to wear sunscreen. Um, and then, I don't know, what else? What else goes in your adventure bag? A lot of snacks these days. Definitely. Yeah. And then um, some some extra layer. Yes. You yes. know, it's the San Francisco way. Oh, look, it. it's 2K Angie. What's oh, up, 2K? I'm about to be on a radio show. Can I call you back? <laughs> it's in my AirPods, so you can't hear what he's saying. Oh, gosh. Okay, love you. Bye. 2K Angie. That was my brother. Oh. Do you have a twin? No, we did you not. Meant, uh, no? Oh, yeah. I'm a Gemini who has a twin. <gasps> wow. Shout out, Gemini's. Yeah, scary. What's up? Nothing too did much. I miss Heather and Peter? No, they're coming no. on any Okay, I literally, I want you guys to know. I saw that this morning, and I said, I think it's time I wake up early. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're not here to see us. You're here to see them. No, no, no. I am. I I'm am. here to see them. Yeah, uh, it was like actually. It was like a special day. I was like, I get to wake up early, be productive, have free coffee because mm-hmm. I will make it mm-hmm. and see some great people. Yeah. And it's just a downright beautiful day. It's a really nice yeah, one. Yeah, I know. Isn't it nice? Yeah. What's up? You're not even wearing sleeves. Yeah. Well, because it's kind of hot outside. Why it's am I doing nice. wearing this jacket? Yeah, the early bird. We both off. have light jackets. I, did, right I mean, I did cool. bring like a sweatshirt, yeah. but... It might just stay in the back all day. Yeah, it's really not that cold outside. I mean, no. granted, we're in the mission, so... And this is as cold as it's going to be until like 7. Yeah. Oh, this is the best weather ever. It's really nice. It's just the time of the year. This is hardly strictly. So we got the Castro Street Fair. We got there's too much strictly going on. Portola Garden Festival. What's on your? Agenda oh, you didn't weekend? even mention the big thing. What's the big thing? The Portola Music Festival is well, happening this right. weekend. Come <laughs> on. on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like looking at my calendar. I was like, weekend. what should I do this weekend? And I was like, right, I'm going to a music festival that I forgot about. Yeah. yeah. And it's also Castro Street Fair. So I'm like, mm-hmm. is there a way? I can wake up hungover Sunday, go to Castro Street Fair, from Castro Street Fair, go to the Bayview to go to a music festival. Stay hydrated. Yeah, a lot of water this weekend. It's too much. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I want us all to collectively, like, I know everyone says this every year, Mm -hmm. I think right around this time, but like, we need, we need a Google calendar (laughs) as a collective. Just a group one for everyone. Yeah, as like a city, as like an events person i don't know who needs to talk to each other but we need to get them in a room i agree i don't know where it is but there is some official city calendar that has it didn't work no (laughs) it's not enough for you well it's like let's spread out the love you know let's like not have 
festivals on the same weekend. Oh, I maybe we should have like a rest weekend in a few weekends where we all agree just to schedule sleeping in on a Saturday and Sunday. Ooh. Um, I'm not going that extreme. I just am like, I want, can I have like one big event every weekend instead of five big events one weekend yeah. every can two I, months? Can I disagree with you here? You're going to, okay, wow, this is really bold. <laughs> That's the early bird style. Hot I, takes on uh, events on the weekend. Yeah. I really love the couple months span, like uh, early also, September. Also, is that the Star Wars theme song? This guy, so I he comes by every week and he plays something different, and this time it's a Star Wars theme song. Okay, I just he'll wanted to by. clock he'll, that. He'll, like, he'll hang out. I yeah. like him. He's actually really laps. nice. He helped me pick up trash one time when I knocked over the whole trash bin. Yo, oh, for what it's really worth, yeah. the people that we interact with here on the corner of 16th and Valencia, really nice people. Very nice. I wish you would come back. It was like the perfect music for this conversation. Yo, get today. at us. If you got things to say about San Francisco, come out here to the corner of 16th and Valencia. And play the Figure Star Wars theme out. track. <laughs> okay, so I think having everything stacked up mid-September to mid-October is awesome. It's okay. just like it's the month of the year that everyone kind of can let loose. The weather gets nice. And true. while the rest of uh, America is mourning the fact that summer is over, our summer is just beginning. No, that's true. I think I just am tired. That is fair. Very and I fair. just, I want to go to, like, I really want to go to the Castro Street Fair. I love it. When was yeah. the last time you went to bed early? 1999. <laughs> Actually, I recently just left my puzzle 9 p.m. sleeping era. Uh-huh. And I'm now back in my, like, youthful era of, yeah. like, being out till midnight. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there was a solid month where I would go home from work. Yeah, I know a month is not that long. No, no, no. It's an era. It's an era. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, it was a quick era, so you had to, like, be there to catch it. But literally, I would, like, come in, get off of work at 7, go home, do a puzzle by myself, Ooh. meditate, tuck Dang. myself into bed at 9.30, oh, perhaps wow. even take a 2K. salt bath. 2K. Oh, self-care Luxurious. over here. It was wild. And my friends were like, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm gearing up for October. Yeah, yeah I was like, I've never been better. Yeah. <laughs> I had a plan. It's like training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're all this, on it. All this to say, go to bed early. Uh, go to bed early and do puzzles. Yeah, exactly. Go to bed early. Hello. And do puzzles. I think Heather. the actual person who. Yeah. I love it. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Thanks for joining us. Are we on the radio right now? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Live. We're yeah. Always, you know, who knows what's happening? Uh, good morning, Heather. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, great. This yeah. is a beautiful morning to be out and about in the city. It is a beautiful morning. Perfect weather. Um, we can talk about this more when Peter gets here, but we were just discussing how are you handling this weekend with so many things good going on? Do you have a, a plan? Do you have a schedule? Or are you just flying by the seat of your pants? Flying by the seat of my pants. Yeah, that's the way. That's the way. <laughs> Let the music take you. You can, you can catch a lot of great music this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Portola, Hardly Strictly. Again, the Garden Tour. Bacon to Vibrant Downtown. A lot right. of Oh. Someone who used to work here um, is part of the Vacant to Vibrant thing. Ah. Yeah. Um, York Street. Plug. Yeah. York Street Coffee. And the I'm so sorry to the donut place that is also Whack with donuts. them. Thank you. Yeah. They're back to back. Everyone. Donuts. Donuts. Awesome. Um, yeah. Anand is amazing. And he is finally taking his pop up that used to be out of his garage, like on Alabama Street into an actual brick and mortar. Oh, wow. Love it. I want to check out the new Green Apple Outpost that oh, just opened yeah. downtown, along with Devil's that. Teeth Bakery. Where is that combo. one? Do you know? Wow. I think it's in the Embarcadero Center or nearby. I don't know exactly. Oh, more stuff in the Embarcadero mm-hmm. Center, please. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Embarcadero Center, a great spot that is way too sparse these days. Like, if I can pack in some donuts, some Green Apple books, yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, well, should we hop into a jam real quick and get ourselves settled uh, while we wait for Peter to show up? Get you some fresh coffee. Thank you. Peter's stuck on Bart, by the way. Like, stuck. actually stuck on Bart? Um, I... I'm Can't not sure confirm nor deny. Yeah, he will be here soon. Hopefully, come on, Bart. He's our he's our new Bart correspondent. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was like, oh no. Still, Peter, checking in with Peter. Still stuck. Thanks, Peter. We'll catch you next time on the. Cool. All right, we'll hop into a jam. Two uh, K. Thanks for swinging by, as always. Here for entertainment. Yeah. All right, and when we get back, we got Peter, Heather, and more San Francisco loving.
Yes. All right, all right, okay. Welcome back. Are we good? Uh, press the buttons on those mics if they're, they're not illuminated already. You're good. Oh, yeah. Press Yours that is button. good. Is it right working? There. I'm here. That sounds like it's working. Oh, yeah. Hello, yeah. hello. Oh, wait. Yes, 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 yes. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> hey, good morning, San Francisco. We're here with Peter and Heather this morning. Yay. 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 We're back. Hi. Two days in a row. I haven't seen you in so long. <laughs> we had tacos for lunch yesterday at La Cornetta. Ooh, great choice. Yeah. Great choice. Um, well, before we get too far, can we take a sip of coffee together? Yeah, Great let's decision. do it. All right. All right, San Francisco, get your mugs ready. Count of three. Let's do it. One, two, and... <sighs> That's good. Ooh, can I have one of these stickers? Rolled oh, so yeah, we, we, we brought yeah. these So was my sip of coffee, was the coffee, like in quotes... Coffee. <laughs> no way. Because That's coffee. Decaf it is? is coffee. Okay. I mean, well, you, uh, what, what you, would you like you to share with us? Yeah. I'm really glad that Peter's drinking decaf. He goes crazy when he has caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's true. The worst was <laughs> we recorded a Total SF podcast episode in the apartment of Hunter Pence and Lexi Pence, and she is a coffee aficionado and served us lots of coffee and espresso, and... Um, the episode sounded really fast because Peter was like <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about <laughs> I know that I don't like ordering decaf though because I think there's a stigma and even Luke there was a little bit of oh no decaf is coffee kind of like it happens to a lot of guys you know I mean, <laughs> yeah. it makes Peter so drunk Peter and then when we left the Pence's apartment, Hunter Pence literally chased after us saying, Peter, I think you just left all your podcasting equipment. <laughs> I, I mean, it was in a suitcase. I left a suitcase full of podcasting equipment at Hunter Pence's place, which maybe I just wanted to go back and have more coffee. Yeah, maybe this, you had a plan all along. Get an excuse to go back yeah. and play Monopoly with the Pences. Wait, did you get to play Monopoly with them too? No, 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 no. But that was my, that was when I returned to get my gear. Monopoly and then maybe a movie. You Wait, know? did you show up with the Monopoly in the movie? Like, did you have a blockbuster? Uh, and are you watching, I'm guessing, San Francisco themed movies? I think that'd be good. Yeah. And then like Clue. Clue would be fun with the pencil. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm rambling, and this is usually where Heather I cuts me off. I think the decaf wasn't a good idea either. Oh, but no. Heather's out of practice cutting me off when I keep going on. Oh, goodness. Okay, so on this note, I was having trouble last night when I was writing the tweet for the show and describing where you two are and then I think someone else referred to this as a total SF reunion yeah. so is that how you guys are thinking about these times get together or are you guys hanging out like every week as is and nothing has changed except for um, the email address <laughs> <laughs> we still see each other a lot um, La Carnetta is our go to yeah. and we hang out we're still really good friends we just don't record podcasts anymore so it's fun to do this mm -hmm. I think we text more Hmm. Because we don't see each other, so there's things to catch up on by text. So, um, yeah, yeah, maybe see each other a little less, but text more. Yeah. That makes sense. I love that, like, you guys had a really great working relationship. It was very fruitful, right? Total SF, all the, uh, the antics you got up to. But, like, the thing that came out of it, and this, like, just forms my heart, is a friendship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I also learned that Peter is a party planner extraordinaire. He arranged my going away party from the Chronicle in Manny's, where mm -hmm. we are. Great and party. it was amazing. You guys were there. Emperor Norton, the bagpiper. 
Mac Allen read a Muni poem. It Had was it amazing. All. We're going to have you playing the guac off next year. Yeah, <laughs> you got to understand, though. She was texting me and calling me and, like, checking up on I me. I did not trust so. him. <laughs> There's a little bit of a, a, like, shadow government going on with the Heather's sure. going away party. And, but most of the times when she was texting me, I'm like, yeah, I took care of it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Got it. And then he totally surprised me with a nice letter from Quentin Cox. That, that was, was that the was highlight. A, that <laughs> was fun. And I went and saw Quentin Cop. And, uh, you should tell listeners about that. I just uh, wanted a nice letter for you from Quentin Cop, so I called him. And, uh, but I was like, the letter's got to be nice. Can you do that? And he's like, yeah, I think I can. <laughs> I respect Heather. It's not like I... So I went there, but the, the flip side was when you go visit Quentin Cop. You, he's going to hold court. Mm. So yeah. it was about it's about like hours minutes long commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, where does he hold court at? Like, did you go to his house? Does he have a coffee shop? He's got an office minimum? in West Portal. No oh, way. Okay. So is he just, nice. just he works out of there? Yeah. Cool. Every day. He Seven just writes angry letters in cursive from his office. Goes through a lot of ink, long. a lot of pens. <laughs> Stop by. He's much nicer in person. He is. Yeah. yeah. I believe that. <laughs> you know. But Peter confessed to me he acted like he read the letter for the first time at the party, but he confessed he steamed it open to make sure Wait, that, that was, it wasn't no mean. That was <laughs> That was so good. That was incredible. <laughs> I totally bought it. Yeah, I also, faked it. I didn't know you had that skill. That was a, a great, uh, a great spy skill to have. I, I thought we'd be reading it, so I wanted to make sure it wasn't like a, a trick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never gonna trust any letter I get from you ever again. Yeah. And the best part was the signature, Dartmouth forty nine, Harvard fifty three. Yeah. Is that how he usually signed his letters as well? No, just, just the nice one. Wow. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. He's finally like, I'm going to associate my universities. What do you think the vibe? tuition was at Dartmouth in 49? $70. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like 450 Like a good handshake. <laughs> yeah. Quite different. Oh, you guys. So right now, our favorite dog is showing Pumper up here. Pumpernickel. Pumpernickel. Hey. We're in the guac off shirt, too. Uh, we met Pumpernickel the pug uh, through this window, and uh, now now this is my favorite. This is my best friend, Pumpernickel. Oh, Hi, so Pump. cute! Hi, young Pump. I thought Luke was your best friend. I've been replaced. And I'm, okay <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's I'm Pumpernickel. Okay it. Yeah, yeah, it's Pumpernickel now. Um, I saw a picture of you and Pumpernickel with Emperor Norton, and it was like all of my worlds were coming I together. Know. Yeah. I know. It was quite a magical moment. Thank you for do you have the treats just for Pumpernickel? I mean, there are tr- treats on Pumpernickel this table. gets most of the treats for yeah. sure. But like we give it, yeah, we give them to some other dogs. She's the most eager. That's yeah. for sure. There, like there are dogs that I'm eager to give treats to that are are not eager to see us. But the feeling's mutual with Young Pump. Can I get you to take a picture of us from outside? Yeah, sure. of me? How's the New York Times? Great. I really like it so far. pictures on the air love it love it uh the new york times is actually a disaster she's coming back next week (laughs) breaking news that's fair yeah okay okay pump thanks for coming by good thursday pumpernickel Excellent. So how, yeah, how was the New York Times? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Preparing to leave here. How is it? <laughs> really good. I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop, but so far, 
it's been amazing. I got to spend a week at orientation in New York City. Ah. The one bad thing is that the newsroom is in Times Square. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. That's why Times Square is named Times Square, because of the New York Times newsroom being there, so Whoa. they can't leave. Weird flex, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) So my editor was like, when you pass the Red Lobster, you know you're almost there. (laughs) That's interesting. Um, You had a great Times Square quote in your first story. That quote was fantastic. I got to that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, she's never coming back. (laughs) (laughs) I love the, uh, it felt like sort of um, a parallel story to you coming from the Chronicle and a San Francisco paper out to New York and this, the anecdote that kicks off the story about somebody moving from San Francisco over to Brooklyn. Is that intentional? Uh, I just interviewed I this it. guy and it, once he said that quote, I was like, okay, he's the nice. lead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he said something about how judging San Francisco on the Tenderloin is like judging New York on Times Square and thinking that every New Yorker dresses like Cookie Monster. <laughs> it's so good. You're right. So <laughs> good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, how, you know, I feel like you stepped into this role and folks ourselves included were um we had some uh some curiosity some expectations what would this be like uh and i feel like your first story really knocked out of the park how's the response been um i feel like the common criticism of the times reporting before is that it wasn't locally based Mm -hmm. and i feel like you just came in and really you're like we got this one resolved (laughs) i had the idea for my first story over the summer because i just kept hearing the same complaint from my friends and Mm -hmm. others like People are literally asking me, are you okay? You live in San Francisco. Can you go outside? So I was like, this would be a great first story if the Times goes for it. And all the editors loved it. So, yeah, they promoted it really hard. It got tons of readership. It's on the audio app, the reporter reads, I read it. So, yeah, it's going really well. And you were the the headline of the, this, I forget the name of the California email that I get on. Oh, yeah, California Today. I wrote that today just a bit more about the response to that article that was uh, awesome thanks so you're getting you're, you're warming up you're getting to know the times to some degree um are there any sort of uh, stark differences or contrasts from uh, the chronicle that you look at and you go oh that's interesting or that's a new way of maybe looking at things or framing things or considering it's just so much bigger way more resources hmm. more than five thousand people work there including about two thousand journalists Whoa. heroes around the world i learned lots of facts i could sweep a trivia category about the new york times on jeopardy <laughs> they produce more words in one week than the entire works of shakespeare Whoa. Interesting. That is a good pub trivia fact. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's a winner right there. (laughs) Yeah. It's just exciting to have so many resources. And one editor said, the only thing that will determine the journalism you do is your own ambition. I was like, whoa. Getting goosebumps on that (laughs) one. Uh, So it sounds like you're you're set up well there. Uh, You had a a wonderful sort of goodbye from the Chronicle. Uh, Not a goodbye, but the ending of one chapter and the beginning of another chapter. You have your uh, eyes set for your second article now after the first one Well, my second one was about Daniel Lurie jumping into the mayor's race. Uh So that's out too. And then, yeah, I have some ideas. More next week. I'll nice. come back and tell you all about it. <laughs> uh, we had Daniel Lurie here sitting in this chair actually last week talking about his Civic Joy Fund with Manny. Oh, cool. And then like quite literally hours later, 
he went and filed. And it was like, come on, you missed an opportunity. You were right here. <laughs> you should here. have broken the news on Rollover Easy. <sighs> Could have sipped some coffee and chatted with him about it. We didn't even ask like a leading question. We were trying to be polite. You know, we well, were talking about something else. We're bad journalists over here. We're not even journalists. <laughs> no, definitely not journalists. We're, don't put us in that same boat. Should have yeah. talked to you ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, you're the pros. Yeah, how do you do this? How do you, um, how do you ask people good questions and sort of uh, interview would be a good topic. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll, we'll, we'll pin you down on that later. <laughs> Um, Peter, aside from trying to tear down the Westfield Mall and name it uh, Chronicle Square, yeah. um, like well, what's on your agenda these days? You know, I mean, it's been a big change. The podcast, I edited it and produced it, and we kind of co-produced it. But um, that's 25 to 30% of my job, so I'm kind of doubling down on some other things that I do. Uh, and... Um, looking at maybe another podcast on the horizon but it's hard it's like i want something that has all the elements of what heather and i did without reminding me of heather because like i know we're not going to replicate what we had so it's hard we're sitting down and talking about uh what another podcast might look like and uh uh through my tears Uh, what are some cutting room floor ideas? Things that definitely aren't going to happen that you've discussed. I wanted to do a history podcast, and that was like, no, we. <laughs> but actually, a, a big reason why is because I, I think there's a sense that people want to explore the joy going around in the city, and mm-hmm. that's something that Heather and I doubled and tripled and quadrupled down on. And I think losing total SF, you lose some of that. So right away. The people I'm talking to are like, yeah, let's do something that makes people feel excited and, and uh, happy about exploring their, their community. Sounds joyful. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, where are you finding the joy these days? Like, where, in, in a weekend like this, the joy in San Francisco is seemingly all over, but like, where is it like sticking out to you? Oh, to the both God. of you, actually. Yeah, I mean, Heather, what do you think? You've been exploring more than I have. You had about I had six, six months off. So. That's so That's nice. why I'm like, oh, I love yeah. San Francisco. <laughs> I am okay. Walking Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, one fun experience. Last Sunday, I went to Muni Heritage Weekend and got mm. to ride the boat tram. And not the green one that we've seen out <gasps> about, the red one. Nice. And so that was really fun. Except this, I think drivers in San Francisco are getting worse and worse and worse. And we were cruising along towards Pier 39. And this crazy driver did a left turn over the tracks, missed the boat tram by like an inch like how do you not Goodness. see the boat tram you can't do that on mini heritage week <laughs> don't do it Come don't on. do it and the driver was freaking out he's like oh my god oh my god oh my god we all thought we were going to crash luckily missed literally by an inch and then the driver turns around and goes does anyone have an extra pair of extra large underwear <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic <laughs> oh love it so yeah, we had Muni Heritage last weekend. We are saying this weekend, Hardly Strictly Bluegrass, Portola Music Festival, Vacant mm-hmm. to Vibrant, Castro Street Fair. Garden Tour. Garden Tour in Portola. Got a lot of lot of things. Where are you finding, what are you thinking about for the upcoming weekend or where are you finding uh, joy in all of those events? I don't know. I mean, honestly, last Monday, I spent my entire work day on the ferry 
And that I kind of really just jealous. that sounds like yeah, a great I mean, work day. Well, think about it. I I, I have a twenty minute commute, and that's mm-hmm. the most efficient twenty minutes of my day. Yeah. <laughs> so I pitched to my editor. I'm like, hey, if you put me on here for eight hours, who knows what kind of production? <laughs> but mostly, I was out on the deck taking photos. Um, but I just want to get back on the ferry. I nice. I the, more time on the ferry made me want the ferry more. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I like that. Some budget yachting for you. <laughs> budget yachting, yeah. And yeah, it's really hard to saturate the like desire for the ferry. It's mm-hmm. like there's always another ferry to get on. Yeah. Were you getting off the ferry and then getting yeah. back on, or did you just did they kind of give you a wink and a nod? So I, yeah. I wanted to um, Tom Hanks and what is it the terminal? Yeah. I wanted to be on one ferry for eight hours, mm-hmm. and they quickly told me we have crew changes. They get lunch. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. But the, but. Actually, the ferry system worked with me to get an itinerary, so I only had two jumps. Oh, okay. And I got to do Vallejo, which I've never done before, which Vallejo, one hour there, one hour it's back. It's a trip. Like, it is some incredible budget yachting. Mm-hmm. You see some things, wildlife. Mm-hmm. Birds were literally, like, like flying alongside our boat with us like it was Snow White or something. It was magical. And you're like, this was $4. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Treasure Island Ferry is really fun, too. Have you guys done that yeah, yet? Yeah, yeah. It's small. It's such a cute little boat. It's really cute. <laughs> I like that when I brought a bike on there, they're like, just uh, lean it over there, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it was very chill. <laughs> you can actually, the the best deal I found, because um, I, I had, like, dispatch allowing me to stay on boats and mm-hmm. stuff, but the best deal is you can leave um, the uh, ferry building, ferry terminal, go to... Oakland, Jack London, then Alameda, then come back, and that's only four sixty. And you could stay on the boat, so it's like a sixty-five minute cruise for four sixty, where you get to go under the Bay Bridge and see the port and the USS Potomac. Nice. Yeah. I feel like I want to get all my friends together and get dressed up and be like, "We are going on a Bay cruise." (laughs) Yeah. Bring your four dollars. Yeah. (laughs) And a burrito. Bring a snack. Oh yeah. They have snacks. They uh, do. Yeah. You're going to, this guy wanted to <laughs> apply to be a Friday bartender. Because I think we, what was his, uh, we interviewed the executive director from yeah. the ferry. Seamus Murphy. Is Seamus Murphy? Maybe. Seamus Murphy. Yeah. Super impressive guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Can we he, just say it? Really good looking dude. Really <laughs> like, it's hot. You wow. didn't pick that up on the radio, but it, <laughs> yeah. it's very true. Yeah. Also, when the crew was like, hey, changing over, he just like looked at him and kind of gave him a little bit of a nod, and they're like, oh, just keep doing whatever you're doing. And it wasn't clear if it was like a general manager look or a you're that handsome look. Yeah. It could yeah. Have been one. yeah I yeah. was like, you get to run the ferry system and you're hot. His hair looks straight blowing <laughs> in the wind. It's fair. <laughs> he said they were looking for bartenders. Yeah, yeah. And I have a four-day work week now, so I was like, I can do Friday. How do you have a four-day work week? Uh, because we value and prioritize our <laughs> own well-being over yeah. uh, being in front of our computers. That's amazing. It's pretty great. And not a, like, split it so we have extra hours later. Like, I'm working 32 hours a week. Oh, wow. That's perfect. Take it to the time. So, you know, it's... Uh, it's, it's working. So yeah. spend the extra eight hours hanging out at Red Lobster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or working on the ferry. The choice is yours. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to go ferry in that scenario yeah. probably. Yeah. But they need people. Um, that was the, the big takeaway is that they need people to work some of these uh, bartending and cafe shifts. So. Are you really going to do it? If I did not have two little children running around, yes, I would have done it in a heartbeat. Nowadays, the look of death that I would get from all three of them walking out the door would not be 
would not be good. Pretend on a boat. I'll be back tonight. <laughs> I can see how that might not fly. Would it go over well? Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, noble idea though. Um, I have to imagine, you know, bartending on a boat is kind of my dream job. That the times is is up there for you. Yeah. Um, what's what's next? Like, if you go somewhere from the times. Uh, what would that even be? Like, how do you how do you top that? You want me to leave the Times after two weeks? No, I <laughs> want you to tell me, like, you know, everyone's got their career plan. Like, is there... Are you hosting Good Morning America in <laughs> yeah. a couple of years? Not that I know of. <laughs> we do have a lot of great journalism around the country. Yeah. Uh, whether that's here, the Chronicle or the Times, is there a friendly competition a softball match pub darts between the chronicle and the times was there a bit of that rivalry did you go to the times and you went in the break room and there was like a picture of peter in there already and you're like i feel at home i recognize this was there any sort of uh, acknowledgement between the two not so far but i want there to be not a rivalry it, the dream would be like if they would partner on something like a total sf podcast oh think about it <laughs> new york times and chronicle it's a win-win I'm sure they're listening yeah, are, are you guys bargaining with your bosses to work <laughs> together so. again? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I mean, it was such a dynamic duo. You really captured the hearts of San Franciscans everywhere by opening up our eyes to the, the simple things like writing every bus line in a yep. day, right? It's yeah. like a simple sentence on a piece of paper, but when you do it, you saw and experienced so many wonderful things. Or redoing the 49-mile scenic route, right? These are things that captured San Franciscans imagination and attention and I thought really brought a beautiful vibe to the city I think a cross-coast collaboration is <laughs> it would it would only do wonders is what I'm trying to say I agree I'll tell you the some of that stuff like we could still do it I mean we could still have a movie night we just have to call it the Peter and Heather movie night you know it doesn't have a ring to still, it still RSVPing yes for it but uh, yeah <laughs> but agreed yeah we so, gotta think of a new name yeah, but that said, you guys have a bit of a blank slate now, right? Like, uh, what's uh, what's what was on the brainstorm yesterday over tacos? <laughs> talking about talking with you guys. Oh. Yeah, we were prepping. Yeah, hard hitting journalism over here on Roll Over Easy. Has your breakfast preferences have they changed at all? We didn't ask that question. Hard hitting journalism here. Where are you going for breakfast if there's no lines in the city? It's a beautiful morning. The sun is out, just like this. Where are you heading for breakfast? I mean, is Pork Store Cafe still open? You're like the I, it'll third put me in a coma, but I'd go back there. I, I don't, oh God, decaf coffee, and I don't eat a lot of breakfast. So, um, But I know where I'd go in Alameda. Ole's Waffle House, have you been there? No. Oh, my God. Uh, it's just an old school diner. I mean, you basically are going through time. You you go to 19. <laughs> I, I haven't pinned it down. It, it's either 57 or 62. But you go back in time and have a breakfast from that era. It's so fantastic. Um, and I have to assume the waffles are great, right? <laughs> very good. Very good. But the other stuff is good, too. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, a good diner is always a step back in time. I don't think there's a, a yes. modern diner that really can can give you the same feeling. Yeah. I really miss Tigers in Glen Park. Oh. Closed a couple years ago. Yeah. But it's been replaced by the Glen Park Cafe. Mm. It's cleaner. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and it still has good food. I haven't been to Glen Park in a minute. Is it fully Gus's now as opposed to Millionaire's Market? <laughs> it's still called Canyon Market. Canyon Market. I'm sorry. That's the name for and it. And the birdseed lady is still oh. out and about. I just saw piles of birdseed on the overpass to the J Church, and yeah. it was filled with pigeons. 
so this is the woman that fed a lot of the birds and then that brought in rats and then that brought in the health department. Yes. And this is like a really nice market that I doubt there are rats normally hanging out there. Do you think yeah. she loves uh, pigeons or hates San Francisco? Because <laughs> it's one or the other. I, I'm going to go with loves pigeons. Okay. Big yeah. bird fan. Then that's better. Do you think she loves rats? That was my second question. I don't know if yeah. she's thinking that far ahead. I'll be honest. <laughs> Uh, I think Daniel, so Daniel Lurie also, not a breakfast guy, said that he only eats meals afternoon every day. Oh. He's wow. like, I wait till 12 to eat. And I yeah. think he, did he also say pork store? I think he did say pork store, yeah. 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 Uh, if there was a leaderboard of breakfast spots that, that got recommended, one? it's pork store's up there. Yeah, uh, there, and then plow also is another very common one. Oh, no, he said plow, I think. He said plow yeah. because he says he goes there later in the He's afternoon. He's living in Potrero Hill, so that makes sense. Living and I asked, life. I was like, oh, I didn't know he lived in Potrero Hill. And his spokesperson said, only while his Pack Heights house is being renovated. <laughs> What a quote. What a quote. <laughs> um, yeah, he seemed to be doing like the entire press tour yesterday or this, this week. How? What is your initial reactions, both of you, to our uh, upcoming marriage race? I feel like now we're, we're really jumping into it. Yeah. I think more people will get in. Um, and I Quinn think- Cop, are you there? <laughs> Quinn Cop, it could happen. He's, too, he's writing us a letter right now. <laughs> Um, I'm excited to cover it. There's actually a lot of interest at the Times about San Francisco in general and the mayor's race. And um, it's interesting how everyone who's in so far has pretty much the same platform. Yeah, yeah. It's like, give us a little more detail here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think that, you know, if ever there was a time when a mayor's at risk, it's right now. London Breed's approval ratings are really bad. Mm. Yeah, they're not... um yeah, not as high as I think they were a few years back. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we got a handful of people that are in the race. Peter, do you have any thoughts on the race so far? Uh, I I'm waiting for someone from the far left to jump in. As, as Heather said, I don't see a lot of differences. Um, I like Lurie. I I'm glad he jumped in. He clearly loves the city, and you know, it's not purely about ego. And and a lot of people who you know come from wealth. Um, He's someone that you see around the city and, and gets his hands dirty. So I, I was happy to see it. I really liked how with the emphasis he put on picking up trash in his neighborhood. Maybe some of that was just like chat, chatting on the radio, but mm-hmm. he talked a bunch about it. And it's like, that's great. Keep picking up trash. Yeah. One thing we were not prepared for, him and Manny have a real bromance. Total like, bromance. Oh like, I, I want to say they challenged the two of you in terms of like a working partnership being a friendship. It was also a very <laughs> physical bromance. There was like really? a lot of touching that happened that you couldn't see on the radio. But yeah, so that's maybe an angle, an interesting angle. I want to know more about this. <laughs> it was pretty charming. It was, it was charming. Yeah. It was endearing. Yeah. It was not uh, not negative. It was, uh, it, was, it was encouraging. It was fun. Do you but. think Manny would get an official position in the Lurie administration and if so what would it be I don't I think mean that guy's doing so much around here it's hard to see how you could top a place like this especially with the amount of energy that gets put in here Um, when you walked up Angie was over here chatting with us I'm just so impressed every week with the programming they're putting together Mm -hmm. one of the things that I think we've been missing out on in this town is having people of opposing views sit together in the same room and like actually hash it out mm-hmm. in a respectful manner and we did that over homelessness this week yeah. like if we can do that we can do a lot in this room why would you need to go anywhere else man he's a great interviewer he could host good morning america <laughs> i was here last night and he was interviewing me and 
we did like 30 seconds of preparation. I but know. he's just like on it. He could do kind of anything he wants to, in my mind. He's a very uh, outgoing individual who seems to rise to whatever occasion is in front of him. Yeah. Is he still bringing the couch out to like Dolores Park to interview people? There was like a very, <laughs> way right. too large couch that was traveling around for interviews. That. This was like a couple years ago. Yeah. He, uh, he'll sometimes cruise on up here. We'll know that he's here because he'll park his uh, scooter right here on the sidewalk to say hello. And the disco ball helmet will light up the entire room. So, yeah, he's around. Yeah, if you're looking for new podcast inspiration, um, bringing a giant couch out into a public space <laughs> like seemingly was working well. I, I'm on my bike, so all the um, equipment that we hauled around was, was hard hard enough. I'm not looking for heavier things. Heather, I, I actually farmed off one of the mics to her, which ended up being... Um, it's funny, we argue about different things on air and off air, but off air, you know, there were little complaints about who's carrying more equipment. We never weighed it, did we? No. no. But I'm pretty sure I was carrying more equipment. Uh, that's not a debate for us, because Sequoia here is always carrying many, many, many pounds of, of I radio. weighed it. There's 26 pounds of gear that I carry around for the radio show, so... The other discussion we had yesterday at La Cornetta is I always want to meet for lunch at like 11.45 to beat the crowd. <laughs> so I'm carrying like really, you know, already retired early I bird love vibes. it. I, Peter, I love this. I'm so there with you. It, and you never feel the age gap between Heather and I more than when we're discussing <laughs> when we're going to meet for lunch or dinner. Because I'm like, 4.30, we can get a reservation anywhere. Right into Yamo. <laughs> And what's, Heather, what's your setup for dinner or lunch? Are you afternoon, a little bit um, later for food? My ideal lunchtime would be later, probably 12.30 or 1. But he That's was insanity. right. We got there at 11.45 and there was no line. Yeah. What did that line look like at 12.30 when we were sitting there with our food in our choice table right next to my bike? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's long. All right, now, now I know. figured out. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Head to lunch early today. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. There's few greater feelings and uh, like we go back to plow than like sitting in plow you've got your nice table and there's the line just stretching out the door yeah. <laughs> uh, we were chatting earlier about Chronicle Square right and mm -hmm. the Nordstrom's any thoughts or ideas for what we can put into the downtown area to either revitalize bring things back you make use of good space bring in the arts what are your what are your big ideas that maybe you won't pencil out when you actually do it but sound great or seem interesting I really liked when Darcy Drollinger came on Total SF and said that he wants to create an SF drag emporium mm -hmm. so that drag queens can go get their nails, their heels, their makeup, <sighs> their wigs in one place with like different stalls for each one. How cool That's would that be? That's a great call. I like that a that lot. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I loved Mark Hogan's Legoland idea. Like I can't <laughs> come up with anything better than that. Um, but I, I love the idea of a, something just totally different that mm -hmm. somehow uses that horrible space. Who builds a mall in the most beautiful city in the world and puts no windows on it? Zero <laughs> windows. You come in here, you could be anywhere. So, so strange. Isn't yeah. there a restaurant at the top of the Nordstrom, though, that does have mm -hmm. windows overlooking the cable car turnaround? Yeah, it does, but it's like, uh, I've been there once, and I think that it's a, a bit... Morning. Hey, good morning. It's a bit removed from... You can't see perfectly... You can't see straight um, down, but you yeah. can kind of see out. Oh, because it's kind of set back, right? Set back yeah. is what I was yeah. thinking. Is that, st that closed a long time ago, right? I think so. But, like, can we reopen that first? I did like that place. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they used to have the roof rides on the Emporium. 
So the entire roof at Christmas time, it was an amusement park up there. What? They had a slide. They had a wow. Ferris wheel. On the um, roof? Yeah, we have photos of like crane. There was a big crane up there that at one point dragged up a cable car. <laughs> So that they could. What? It was kind of like the cable car at the Giants game where people yeah. could just hang out on it. I and love take that photos. cable car. Yeah. So there used to be an amusement park on the roof of the Emporium. So, I mean, like, we have an amusement history there. Like, oh. bring back Playland. Bring yeah. back you. Playland at the mall. Cowards. <laughs> Playland at the mall is a great idea. Yeah. There's a reason the Legoland idea resonated so much, right? Like, mm-hmm. if we are not going downtown to shop as much, let's go downtown to play. Yeah. 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 Uh, I am just surprised that the roof could hold that much. Like, if it can still hold that much, why are we not putting a cable car up there right now? I, I don't know. When did that happen? About when? I, I guess 40s to 70s. It might have gone up to the 80s. We, we have a few photos that I think are early 80s. And, and at that point, it was just like a slide, and it wasn't as uh, magical. But it was, I mean, you know when you're driving along the freeway and somebody, like, pops up an amusement park? Mm-hmm. It was like that. I yeah. want to be clear. This wasn't, you know, like, Great America. There yeah. was no rail I think blazer. you need to write a column about this and suggest Playland at the I mall. I like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I think people are getting a lot of, as Mark Hogan knows, a lot of good mileage out of, like, what should mm-hmm. we do with the Westfield? And I think this is great in the sense that, like, we are kind of dealing with a blank slate here in the sense that whatever preconceived notion we had about that space or downtown before is not really... Uh, as applicable as it was. So yeah. run wild with it. I, I, it bugged me that people gave, and, and there are reasons to give London Breed heat, but it bugged me that she got heat for talking about the soccer stadium, which isn't a fully flushed out idea, but we should be brainstorming. Right I love now. it. Yeah. I Everybody loved it. Should. I thought it was a yeah, big, audacious yours. idea. And my idea was that's not far enough. Put a WNBA court in there. Put a velodrome for cyclists. Yeah. Put some uh, pickleball courts in there. Turn it into a sports mecca in downtown San Francisco. So I was a big fan of it. I, I agree with you. I don't think that was a heat-worthy take. I liked it a lot. I remember there was one point where she got some heat for... I forget if it was not wearing a mask or some violation when she was watching RBL Posse. And no, it was Tony. Tony it was Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony. No, no, but no, she no. did do it. RBL Posse. RBL Posse was the second one. <laughs> no. No. Oh. Tony, Tony, Tony. And I remember thinking, like, everybody's focusing on the mask. Why aren't people focusing on the fact that our mayor was watching yeah. RBL Posse? <laughs> totally. Like, that's the cool. Anyway. That's wild. Or I think in the article, you know, people were like, "Why are you? Why were you there without a mask?" She's like, "Well, Tony, Tony, Tony was in town." <laughs> yeah. It's I mean. like, but you weren't wearing a mask. I know because I was watching Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> yeah. She was all about that. Yeah. I can't sing along with my mask on in the same way that I otherwise would. You guys used to have buttons that you'd press, and then you'd hear a. Same I only sound look at Clay mm-hmm. Thomas and think, "Oh my God, he's so fine." <laughs> You need her saying Tony, Tony, Tony. Totally. That would be a really good sound clip. Uh, we haven't added many new sound clips to the board recently. Anything that we should add? Oh, yeah. What's a good San Francisco sound clip? Good morning. I wish I had the boat tram operator asking for extra boats. <laughs> Speaking of boats, we have Clay I mean, Thompson. You can't have a bad day when you take the boat to work. It's impossible. Clay Thompson commuting on a boat to work. I love it. I can't, and, and I'm stealing an idea that I want for my future podcast that doesn't exist, but um, I don't know what the name of it is, but getting back to the ferry, what's the name of that board that's like 
old school and the oh, oh the ticker board. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a ticker thing. I think I had that on here. You have it? Yeah. I think so. What? When we were recording down at the ferry building, I would like try to get it every morning, and it probably took me six months to catch it just right where it was quiet in there. I had my phone out at the right time, but yeah, that's a great sound. Let's all pretend like we didn't just hear half a second of Bay Area backroads. That's a little Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> little Easter egg for you. Yeah. Name that tune. I can name Bay Area backroads. One note. Oh gosh, I've got a bunch of them on here. Uh, Waking up. Um, oh yeah. But what were? What was your vision? <laughs> Waking up is what I just played. Oh gosh, uh, I'll, I don't see it on here, but I also have. Well, I, I sat there and stared at that thing for like thirty minutes the last time. That's number two to the Focalt Pendulum mm-hmm. at the Cal Academy in terms of things you can just like stare at and then time stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, I'm noticing we're at the tail end of the program here. Time yeah, wow. flies when wow. you're having fun. Super it's 925. How'd that happen? Um, what have we missed? Is there anything else you want to tell the people that you guys are promoting, working on, excited Everybody about? should read Peter's recent column about his son going to college and the things that he loved doing with him when he was growing up in the Bay Area. That was a really nice article. I like that a lot. Bookmark that. Yeah. Bookmark that. There's some good tips there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cal Dig a Night's Meal. Yeah. The, uh, I, I liked it because it felt like uh, watching him grow up with fun Bay Area things. <laughs> Learning his first curse words up in the 200 section uh, <laughs> up at Chase Center, though. I guess it would be Oracle. But, yeah. I hope everybody's following Heather. I am going to cry. It's going to become real for me when she appears with Michael Barbaro <laughs> <laughs> um, on The Daily. Yeah. That's when I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a personal day when that happens. That's when it'll be real for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're super excited about um, your new gig. Um, Thank you. Excited about the articles in the weeks and months ahead. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Stoked to have you representing San Francisco. Uh, the good, the bad, what's working, what's not working. I think you'll bring a wonderful perspective to people, whether they're on the East Coast, West Coast, up North or down South or anywhere else in between. And I'm excited to have you continue to share that voice with people everywhere. Thank you so much. Be careful, though. You know, I think it's still a soft spot that we have better bagels here. Oh, uh, yeah. We've just, all agreed to just... just don't we have write better a, food, period. I was about to say, just don't wake up and one morning say, I'm going to write an article about how the best burritos are in Times Square. <laughs> just oh, God, like, no. <laughs> if I ever do that, just kill me. <laughs> oh, well, uh, we'll give you two the final word, and then we'll maybe hop into a, to a jam for the last couple seconds here. What do you want to tell San Franciscans everywhere? As Again, it's a beautiful morning. They're going into their weekends. There's all sorts of activities and adventures and joy to be had throughout the city. What's a positive message we can share with the folks on this fine morning? I'm excited to see the trolley dances in <gasps> a few weeks. Yeah. There might still be tickets available. People dancing on public transit get your tickets like a venn diagram of all the things i want in this world <laughs> love it it's still a beautiful city explore it randomly you know meet new people find new places you're gonna love this city it's still here and next time someone asks you are you okay send them my story from the new york times <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely will <laughs> thanks you too
I've known her mountains, her missions and her courtyards and her fountains, the giant redwoods towering in the skies of her. That grow as though they know they show the size of her. I've often wondered her farthest reaches, her desert sands, her snow, and yes, her beaches. A land of that paradise. 